On this episode of Exactly How, we're going to show you how to tap into a trillion dollar market, how to find people to be your private lenders that you would never think would be able to lend, and how to make other people millionaires while you become a millionaire on this episode of Exactly How. You're listening to the Exactly How podcast, where you'll hear the underground, closely guarded wealth building secrets of successful people around the globe. Discover exactly how to improve your mental, physical, and financial health. Feel better, make more money, live, give, and prosper. In today's exciting, fast-paced world, filled with opportunity for those who know exactly how. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Connected Investors Podcast, Exactly How. During this episode, you'll discover exactly how to raise private money through other people's self-directed IRA. This is a $9 trillion pool of money that we're going to show you how to access. For those of you who are new, my name is Ross Hamilton, today's host and CEO of ConnectedInvestors.com and PrivateLenders.com. Today, we have the privilege to learn from a guy who's an expert in raising private capital, creative financing, landlording, landlording, multifamily investing, and all sorts of syndications. Prior to his career in real estate, he worked in sales, but all that changed when he played the cash flow board game back in 2002 with his girlfriend, Liz. That really opened his eyes to real estate and cash flow. And he jumped in and read Rich Dad, Poor Dad, him and his girlfriend did. And they jumped into real estate in 2004 and never looked back. Actually, I think I have almost the exact same story, 2004, 2005. We might've been reading that same book at the same time. I would describe our guest as very authentic. And he has the unique ability to make complex simple. Today, he's going to explain exactly how to raise money using other people's self-directed IRAs. Matt, thanks so much for taking the time to speak with us. I am so honored to be here, Ross. Thank you for having me. Yeah, yeah. I see you got the American flag there in the background. Are we in, uh, are we in your office here? Yes. I got Captain America because I'm an enormous Marvel Comics fan um, and uh, that and got little tchotchkes and things I've collected over time. Um, and I, I collect flags. I've got probably, I have 15 of them all did. I've, you know, 49, 48 stars, all kinds of different uh, stuff that's been left in properties we've renovated over the years. That one was left in a house that we did a couple of years ago. Nice. I remember I got a big knight in armor from a house that I, uh, that, that I rehabbed and I, I had that right by my front door. It was thick. It was then when I got married, it slowly went from the front door to the back of the house, to the pool table room, to a great thing outside. And my, uh, my knight in armor, I named him Leroy. Leroy rusted and uh, he's no longer with us. But you do find cool stuff in the houses. So it's awesome that you've, uh, yeah, it's awesome that you found all those, uh, all those flags. And if you're listening to this in the podcast, go over to the Connected Investors YouTube channel. Make sure to subscribe and get notifications because you get to kind of see more of the uh, kind of interaction between, you know, Matt and I, and you can see his office. This is the Connected Investors headquarters right here in Wilmington, North Carolina. So make sure to go over to YouTube and subscribe to the, the, uh, our YouTube channel. Now, Matt, before we jump into exactly how to raise money using other people's self-directed IRAs, you, you contribute a lot of your success to meditation and exercise. Why do you think this has played such a big role in your success? Because you've got to, I think that you've got to get your mindset, you know, right to, first of all, just to handle the, the just the ways of the entrepreneur. I mean, the ways of the, um, being an entrepreneur, there's no one telling you what to do. So there's no just boss sitting over you. 
that's directing all of your activities. A lot of the inspiration and creativity have to come from us. Um, number one, number two, it just takes a certain amount of discipline. It takes a very positive attitude. Um, and it takes, uh, just a certain, like, you've got to play a big game as an entrepreneur to be successful. Uh, you can't, you can't just make it in mediocrity in entrepreneurship. And I think that, um, so I'll put all that over here. The, the other's another just truth that I've found is that everything is everything. Meaning like you can't just take a successful entrepreneur and have them be unhealthy and have them uh, have bad eating habits and bad exercise habits and have them have long-term longevity and long-term success. Right? They might fizzle and pop for a little bit, but they're not going to have longevity. And so I find that healthy mindset, healthy lifestyle, healthy everything um, is what is really takes to, to run the marathon of long-term successful entrepreneurship. So part of that is keeping your mind, your mindset right, uh, which is, you know, meditation, affirmations, uh, the Miracle Morning uh, is a great book, and, and I've met Hal, Hal Elrod several times, the author of that. And uh, yeah, he's uh, you know a phenomenal human, phenomenal human being who plays at that level across the board. Uh, and also, just taking care of your physical body is is a great way to keep your energy up. It's good to take care of your, your physical plant as well, but also yeah. just uh, it. it Exercise is is a, is a form of therapy. Is a form of, is a form to just release those endorphins and uh, release the bad. I, I push my bad that I sweat my bad thoughts out on the treadmill, as I like to say. You know? That's great. No, that's that, that's really good feedback. And you know, you said how you, everything is everything. Yeah. There's well, there's this one quote that really stuck with me. How you do anything is how you do everything. Love it. Right. Love so it. that's they're, they're, why I love those words. Yes. Yeah, getting up in the morning, little things, just like actually like making your bed in the morning, it sounds like trivial, but you're setting a good intent that you're going to do things properly from, uh, from the start. And I heard, I heard that phrase when, I, when, it, when uh, somebody told me like, oh, if you show up five, 10 minutes late for a meeting, it's okay, it's no big deal, right? Well, you know what? How you do, every, how you do one thing is how you do everything. And so I would sometimes look at somebody showing up late for a meeting by being like, what's going on? what's going on with you? Why, what, what is tripping you from being at this meeting on time? Right. Because there's typically, it's not just always running a little bit late. It's like something else happened. There's a domino effect and it's never just one thing yeah. um, that well, I was just late. No, it's there. There could be a way bigger thing. Uh, and they also say where there's smoke, there's fire. And so it's, it's, um, it's worth examining uh, when you're not able to meet obligations and stuff. So um, yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, Matt, we were talking a little bit about diet there. We did a fantastic uh, podcast and YouTube show about the best diet and uh, exercise plan for real estate investors. Mm -hmm. So if you're interested in that, just go ahead and comment below. I'll make sure to chat it over to you or you can just find it uh, by, scrolling through our, uh, by scrolling through our channel. So I would love to watch that. I'd love, yeah. to hear, I'd love to hear what you have to say. Don't, don't let the cat out now, I can't, I, but I can't wait to hear what the uh, – what is the best diet and exercise program for real estate investors? For busy, yeah, for yeah, for busy individuals is really what that uh, kind of kind of breaks down to. So, yeah. guys, we're we're about to jump right into it. But remember, what makes the exactly how financial freedom podcast unique is during all of these shows, we'll pull the information out of our guest's head and we'll create an action plan for you. So you can visit exactlyhow.com to get the notes of this. So you don't have to worry about writing it down while you're driving. You can also get some free gifts 
that uh, Matt has agreed to give you. I'll tell you about those free gifts in a little while. And also, every show, we give away our flagship $3,000 pre-MLS software that allows you to pinpoint the best investment properties in any location. And if you're watching this on YouTube Live, visit exactlyhow.com, throw your name into the hat. In just a few moments, we're going to announce the winner who's going to have full and complete access to this $3,000 software. So let's go ahead and jump right into it. This is exactly how there's a very specific purpose to all of these episodes. So Matt, we talked up, um, we set the stage that we were going to show people how to raise capital for their real estate investing business, or maybe even any business, uh, through other people's self-directed IRAs. Can you define what a self-directed IRA is before we jump into the steps? Sure. So back up further, right? Because they're, uh, let's, let's, uh, I'll bring it out of techie terms and just bring in the layman's terms. A, a, uh, there, there's, if you've got an employee that's working for a company, let's start at that. That employee likely has a retirement account. Almost every company in America that has any more than five employees has a retirement account with their employee. While that employee works for that company, that retirement account program is called a 401k, right? Um, and that means that they just put pre-tax dollars into their retirement account. And over time, it builds up, it rides the stock market wave up, the, the company, if they're really nice, may do something called an a, a, a employer match, meaning like for every dollar the employee puts in, the employer may put up to a dollar into the retirement account as well. Um, and that's all well and good. Then that employee leaves that company because they find, they find greener pastures somewhere else or they move on somewhere, whatever it is. That retirement account, that 401k that they had at company A then becomes a, a IRA by natural attrition. It just becomes a, an IRA account by definition. And they get a 401k at their new company, company B. Um, and company A is, is obligated to release that retirement account to the, to the employee so that they can take it and roll it and make it an IRA. It's called IRA rollover. And they just take it and they can keep it with the mutual funds that it's in, keep it in the investments that it's in, and, and keep running it into perpetuity. They can also roll it into a vehicle called a self-directed IRA, which means that they can take it and put it into their hands to control. Now, they can't financially benefit from it. They can't invest it in something that, that if, it, if the IRA generates, pro, generates profit that they can personally benefit from, it still becomes a, a, uh, you know, a retirement account. That they, you, just like you can't benefit from your 401k's gains today, you can't benefit from your IRA's gains today. It's, it's still a tax-sheltered vehicle, um, but it's now self-directed. And you as the investor can put it into all kinds of stuff. Yes, mutual funds, but you can also put it into things. You can buy stocks directly. You can loan it to people. You can buy shares of a company. Uh, I know people that own horses, H-O-R-S-E, a horse, like Seabiscuit, that own a horse in their retirement account. Uh, I know people that own bars of gold, physical bars of gold. Um, with their retirement account. Um, you can own intellectual property, like you can invest in patents and things like that with IRAs. Um, you know, as long as you don't benefit from it, from it personally, um, and there's a few other um, uh, excluded parties, disqualified parties that can't benefit from it personally either. But other than that, you can then take it and invest it in all kinds of things. And so uh, that's what a self-directed IRA is. And it's a phenomenal vehicle that allows um, people to, put their retirement account in wealth building somewhere else besides Wall Street. And bottom line, Ross, there is $9 trillion, with a T, $9 trillion in IRA accounts in this country. And that wow. number right there is why, this is, a, is why this is a value for investors to hear. 
Yeah, yeah. So, us, real estate investors, to know about. Exactly. And that money all gets to uh, accumulate tax free. Yep. In IRA. So, that's, that's a huge benefit. They can, and they can invest it in a fix and flip and, and make 50,000 bucks on the fix and flip profit. Um, and if they were investing personally out of their own pocket in that fix and flip, that 50 grand would be very taxed. Mm -hmm. It would be heavily taxed, but if that's in their retirement account, it's all tax deferred. That's all wow. tax free, um, you know, taxed when they take it out, not taxed at the time of profit. That's great. You know, I, uh, taxes play such a big role. I remember seeing this graph of a penny doubled every day over 30 days is, you know, many millions of dollars, yep. but a penny doubled every day, but taxed at the normal tax rate is worth like 60 grand. Yep. You know, so it's just, uh, it's just crazy how much taxes can slow you down. So that's why a lot of people it's have compounding interest. I teach a webinar for bigger pockets and I, I reference the rule of 72. That, that's uh, yeah. Means that if you um, invest money and you annually compound it, uh, if you take the number 72 and divide it by that interest rate that you're getting, that's, that's how long it takes the money to double. Um, and it doubles up quick. I mean, you can make a lot of your investors a millionaire just to, just based on the, the concepts of the rule of 72. There you go. So you can make your investors a millionaire while you're becoming a millionaire. If, if you're on this, uh, this call right now, if you have a self-directed IRA, go ahead and comment below. Let us know that how you have it, how you're using it. And at any time during this, this training, because we're about to get into some really cool stuff here. He gave me a, a brief breakdown before we jumped into it. If you have any questions, comment below. Yep. We'll make sure your questions uh, answered will point you in the right direction and it will uh, be a, a nice, long-lasting conversation. A lot of people learn from your comments. If you have a question, don't feel stupid about asking a question. Ask the question. So, well, great, Matt. Let's, uh, let's go ahead and jump right into it here. I mean, if you're looking to raise money for a real estate investment, you want to do it through a self-directed IRA. You said there are three main steps, which are developing the pitch, your list of contacts, and educating the people that are on that said contact list. So let's start with number one, developing your pitch. Go ahead and take us through that. Yeah, sure. So, um, and, and also just building your track record. In my book, Raising Private Capital, um, I talk about the importance of having a, a prerequisite. Um, they're, they're, they're the prerequisites uh, met before you go start raising money. And prerequisites that, and that I talk about in the book are things like going out and building your net and um, building a track record for yourself, doing some real estate deals, um, getting clear on your goals, where you want to be in five years, getting clear on what your skill sets that you bring to the table are um, in that. So I think that uh, it's just really about assembling your why statement on why someone should invest with you as an investor. Um, what do you bring to the table? What are you great at? What are you able to put into it? What are you looking for? You have all that together. I'm just like a one pager. Uh, there's a, there's a um, book called the one page business plan that I recommend people use um, which is a good, um, a, a good template. It's a book, but it also is a good template um, for, uh, for assembling a plan to show investors on what you're planning on doing with their money once you get it. Uh, the one-page business plan. And I'll make sure, guys, at exactlyhow.com, when you find this, this episode, any book he's referenced, I've been writing it down, and we'll make sure to have a, a link to those, uh, to those books. Awesome. Thank you. Um, so, uh, so that's that. So that's step one is you got to assemble your, uh, assemble your why statement, your pitch, get all that together. Um, because once you complete step two, um, my, my, my guess is you're going to have a lot of people to talk to. Um, Can you, uh, for, you know, for step one, like developing a, a pitch, this one page business plan thing sounds really awesome, but is there any, uh, do you have any sort of samples there? Is there any high level you can kind of give listeners that are like, what does this mean? Like, 
give them some sort of an idea on what they're developing? Sure, sure. And I mean, you're, what you're going to put in the pitch or in the business plan or whatever is, first of all, well, you know, I, I'm Joe Smith, the real estate investor. And I think that you need to tell real estate, invest, you need to tell your potential people that invest with you where you're going, right? So I'm Joe Smith and I want to do right now, this year, 2019, I'm going to do three flips. And then in 2020, I'm going to do six fix and flips. And then I'm going to take some of that fix and flip platform and I'm going to start buying some rentals. Then I'm going to do the birth strategy and I'm going to buy some apartment buildings or whatever it is. You want to paint the picture of where you're going over the next five years because those investors need to see where you're going because here's the thing. If they invest with you, that's where they're going too, right? Um, and you got to show that roadmap of where you want to go. And then if they hitch their wagon to you, that's, that's what they're going to be attached to, right? Real estate investing is a marathon and they need to see that, that where that, that you've planned out where you want to go with the marathon and that they want to align with that. Right. Um, so that's first and foremost is the goal set. Then some semblance of a track record that you can't say, Hey, listen, I read rich dad, poor dad on Tuesday. Um, and I'm looking to start real estate investing and I want to raise money on Thursday. You know, th this is, um, that you need to show that you've done some hands-on experience somehow in the field and on a real estate deal before you go raise money from other people. I do, I'm, I, again, there's other people that might have a different belief system that I, the belief structure that I do, but I do not believe that a first, that a real estate deal that you do for the very first time should be with other people's money. Um, I think you should find a way to do it either with your own capital, with borrowed capital, um, with, with bank capital. There is a, there are many other, sources of capital out there aside from private money investors um, or from IRA investors or whatever. So I, I firmly believe that you should find a way to do a few deals on your own before you go start would raising you consider, money. Uh, would you consider wholesaling a few deals? Mm -hmm. If someone's whole, at least wholesaled a few deals, you sold a few contracts. Wholesaling is a great way to cut your teeth. You know, it's a great way to meet people. It's a great way to network. I mean, like you're going to meet buyers, you're going to meet sellers. You're going to see the ins and outs of the deal. All I would say to add on to that, like a, like a yes and, right, is that if you wholesale a deal to a flipper or a landlord, you know, buyer of yours to say, listen, I'm going to wholesale this deal to you. I'm going to ask you a crazy question. I'm, I'm going to sell it to you. It's going to be yours. But I want the right to shadow you through the renovation of that property and to see and document the whole thing. Right. So I want to see how you handle demo. I want to meet your contractors. I want to um, see your business plan for one, two, three main street and see how you do it. And if you'll let me do that, I will gladly sell you this property. Um, and that just so you can bear witness to it and, and just have a little bit of that inspiration rub off on you. Um, and of, of course, document it so you can show your investors, Hey, listen, this guy, Joe Smith over here is someone who I witnessed flip this house. And here's what I learned by watching him and, Here's some tools I brought and here's some contractors that I met and here's some best practices I mean, and everything like that. That's really how you get a free mentor. Yeah. Right. Like there. Help them and make then, money. Don't just, don't just, you know, try and get mentorship for buying somebody a cup of coffee. You know, I mean, help them make money, help them turn a profit on a deal and you better believe they'll mentor you. Yeah. We, yeah, we, we, uh, that exact point Matt, has been brought up, you know, throughout a bunch of these episodes on when you wholesale that first deal, walk the deal all the way to the closing table. Yes. What you said that I loved, it was really smart, is just meeting the contractors. You're building your Rolodex now. Yeah. Everybody right? so you meet, get their phone number. Hey, can I get a card? Everybody, can I get your card? Mm -hmm. Can I get your card? Can I get your card? Because when you first get going, I mean, I've been doing this for 14 years, you know, as I know you have, um, and I've got a deep Rolodex now. But in the beginning, everybody I met was a new contact, was a new person that I should meet.
you know, a new a new a new phone number to get, a new person I can call if I need something. I don't I don't personally ask for for cards any cards anymore, but uh, I just recently moved houses and I found my old Rolodex and it was so stuffed. Every slot was taken, and I had cards shoved in there, and I have binders and binders of yeah. of business cards. And so this is this is real good, real no, good. Business stuff. cards are passe now. I get it, but that's it's still like uh, you know get you contact pretty much take it. You, you put you put their phone number and your cell phone, and you throw the card away. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, well, well, great. Anything else you want to touch on about developing the pitch before we move to the list of contacts? No, I think we nailed it. Then once you've got that down, um, then you want to sit down and ask yourself the question of, uh, it's, it might seem complicated to you to say like, well, who do I know that has an IRA, right? Well, let's back it up. What is an IRA? Remember what I said, an IRA is a former retirement account for somebody who used to work for a company. So all you got to do is ask yourself this question. Who do I know that used to work at one company and now works at another company, right? That's it. All you, I mean, and like Starbucks pays a retirement account. So if you know somebody who used to work at Starbucks, they have an IRA, right? It does not have to be your rich uncle that makes a half million a year. It does not. It has to be anyone that used to work for company A and now works for company B. Parameters, right? When they worked at company A, they really should have worked there for like five to seven years. And especially in today's thriving uh, stock market, uh, if they worked there for five to seven years and they were smart enough to invest in their 401k when they were working there, that 401k could have upwards of a hundred thousand bucks in it with stock, with the gain the stock market seen and with the contributions they made over the years. If they only worked at that company for like six months, that's okay. You know, it, it's yeah. a, I probably wouldn't even make the call because the the 401k will not have been contributed to enough that it is significant enough to be worth talking about for your business, right? Um, making sense so far? Oh, yeah, 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 absolutely. I mean, it, basically, you just open the universe up. Yeah. Because before you even brought up, you know, these, these key points, I was thinking, all right, who do I know that's rich? Right. But it's just, it's not it's working class people, people that have been working hard, good companies, long period of time. Um, they have, they have IRAs, they have, uh, you know, self-directed IRAs perhaps. And everyone's watching the stock market thinking, I'd like to move my money over to some real estate right now. Here's something that's interesting, uh, Ross, is although they might be looking for something other to do, for, and, and most people that I talk to, like they'll, they'll call me up, say, hey, Matt, I want to invest with your company. I've got 50,000 bucks in cash. I'm like, hey, that's great. I'd love to work with you. And, that, and we here's some options we can put you into. I say, and oh, by the way, well, do you have a retirement account? Oh, yeah, yeah, I do have that retirement account. I'm like, okay, what's in that? How much is that retirement account from the job you used to have that you've moved to a new job now? Oh, I got a half a million bucks in that retirement account, right? They don't even think like, oh my goodness. Now that's now I can create some real wealth for you with that, right? Let's talk about that, you know, and about what we can do with that retirement account. People like people forget that it's there. They just keep getting their statements once a quarter in the mail and like, oh yeah, I guess I'll just keep that going. But they don't realize they can they can put it somewhere else. Because here's my my point to drive home in in the second step, right? And in, uh, and this is really transitions to the third step. Um, of the $9 trillion in IRA accounts that is in this country right now, that's on, on the market, you know what, just asking you just for conversation, um, you know what percentage of that money is invested in anything else outside of Wall Street? Oh my gosh. 2%. Three. Three? Oh, yeah. close. Yeah. But so first of all, that's still a ton of money. It's still billions yeah. of dollars, right? Yeah. Um, 
But second, 97% of it is up for grabs. So something like, you know, 8.7 trillion is up for grabs to get put into something else, right? Um, and it's ripe, it's available, it's there, and it can easily get put into something else because it's legal to put into something else, right? Um, but the, the uphill battle that, you, that we have as real estate investors is educating the people around us that the money's even available to get put because most people I talk to don't realize that the retirement account can go anywhere else aside from mutual fund, you know? Yeah. And, I've, and, and the, the biggest battle that we have is um, uh, against financial planners. And, I'm, and they're not evil. There's nothing wrong with them. But a lot of them don't understand self-directed IRAs. So I've had financial planners tell their clients that it is illegal to do this. You know, which yeah. Not yeah. Yeah. My, my, my financial planners hate me because I'm like all real estate and they're keep, yeah. they keep trying to get more into the market and I'm like, keep putting it in and then pulling it out and moving it over here. So right. um, they want you, they want you to just kind of like fire and forget and get in and pay them their couple of percent each year and everything like that. And, and they'll, they'll let, they don't understand self-directed IRAs and they also don't make a commission on self-directed IRAs. So they, they've had them discourage their clients from taking the money out. And so that, that is a, um, a battle that you may have to deal with that your listeners may have to deal with is their clients. Yeah. Um, telling people there are people that are looking to invest with them, uh, having their financial planner tell them, no, 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 don't do that. You know, do you, yeah. you do that or you can't invest in real estate with your retirement account, you know? Um, yeah. yeah. No, that's, that's really good. That, that's really good information there. And uh, this is why we, we bring people like Matt on the line to talk with you because this is just eye opening for so many people. You might have money, uh, your brother, your sister, you know, people might have money you didn't even, you didn't realize you can unlock. And so many people use money as the big, big, biggest excuse for not getting involved in real estate. I don't have money. Yeah. I don't, I don't have money. money. I don't know anyone with money. Ross, you don't know how many people have had tell me, I don't know anybody with money, you know? And I was like, okay, so let's have two conversations here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Number one, you do. Right. And here's why you do because of retirement accounts and because of this, because of that. And if you still insist that no one you know has a retirement account or has a nickel to invest, you need new friends. Right? Yeah. If that's the bottom line, you're in the wrong circle. If you because you are the some the 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 average of the five people you spend most of your time with. And if those five people, none of them have two nickels to rub together, none of them have a retirement account, none of them have anything that they could put into a deal, then you are in the wrong circle. You know? Yeah. Um, exactly. either way, you know. Yeah. Uh, and, and my guess is it's the, it's the former that, that you just that you're not looking at, the, at things the right way. So, yeah, Matt, before we jump into the, the third step here, I have to announce the winner of our pin software, <laughs> MLS software. Uh, you can locate every uh, commercial and residential investment worthy property, both on market and off market. You can find the contact data of the individuals, even if the properties aren't listed and do so much more with this revolutionary software. Actually, it even ties directly into Alexa. So you can say, hey, Alexa, find me a flip in Wilmington, North Carolina, and it will bring you back the information you need. That's how far we've taken it. And wow. the winner of today's software is Mary Aust, A-U-S-T. Mary, thank you so very much for being part of Connected Investors, for listening to our podcast, for commenting, and uh, just now that you have this, it's usually $3,000, you're getting it for free. I'm gonna take it from you if you don't use it. All right, that's the only caveat. If I, if I log in there, you haven't used it for three months, I'm pulling it away. Use it every day and your life will change. So Mary, congratulations. And anyone on the line, 